everybody, and welcome to the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes here, and I am ready to bring you episode 124. That's right, 124 episodes, getting closer to that 150, so let's count it out. Alex Marinello, what's going on, buddy? Yo, 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 yo. We just played some games last week. You ready to talk about that? Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm so pumped. Dan Ween in the house. Dan, what's going on, everybody? That's a good question. What is going on? Well, Tom is not here, and he has a great excuse. He's at San Diego Comic-Con, which none of us are at right now. So I got to say, I have a... I don't remember being invited either. I feel like I feel like we missed the invite. Yeah, I mean, I looked... I meant to... You have to, like, register for Comic-Con way fucking ahead of time. I try. I thought gone? about doing it. Huh? I wouldn't have gone, but I would have liked the invite. No, but you could... But Chris was close enough to go. Yeah, I probably should have looked into it. The fact of the matter is... You have to register for that way ahead of time. Mm, like when I see. thought about it in November, it was already closed. Gotcha. So <laughs> I was unaware of that. Right. So hopefully next year yes. I'll be doing something like that. But this that year would be we're cool. missing out. That would be cool. Yep. We actually have a lot of people there right now. Um, we have Matt, who was a guest on this show, as well as Kelly, are both down there. They're actually doing panels at Comic Con. Wow. Which is really cool. Now, that's different from paneling, right? Like, they're not working on, like, the walls. Correct. Or just making sure it looks nice. They're standing in front of a big wall that has graphics and then giving a talk where people are watching them talk. Okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. Uh, And Chris and Omar are also doing that. Who's who's Omar? Uh, Chris and Omar are the hosts of Thank You for Questing and Sunnydale Study Group, which is also on the Zeitheist Podcast Network. Oh. Wow. Omar came to our live show. Omar Gooding? Uh, no, Omar Najam. Yes, Omar Gooding came uh, to our live show, and you didn't realize. I would have been so excited because there were so Omar many Gooding people came. there. Omar he Gooding was came, the best team leader. <laughs> he was yes. I would have asked him one question if I saw Omar Gooding. Actually, I would have asked him two questions. What? The first one, yeah, would have been how much do you miss Wild and Crazy Kids? Yeah. The second one would have been do you regret on the ESPN show Playmakers letting them, in, even though it was fake, uh, stick a needle in your dick? What? I'm sorry. Because that was pretty much the end of his acting career. Wow. Yeah, in the show Playmakers, he was getting steroids through his penis, but not like shown, but like inferred that that was happening off camera. Whoa. And that was pretty much the last time I've seen him in anything. Wait, so you wouldn't ask him any questions about Cuba? Are you kidding? Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., I've I've been close enough to him getting wasted. Uh, Like, uh, I've seen wasted Cuba Gooding live, so I'm good. (laughs) Uh, All right. Okay. Good enough. I guess. Uh, one other, I was just going to mention one other little thing for if there is anyone at mm-hmm. Comic-Con mm-hmm. listening to the show. Yes. Yeah. Omar and Chris are doing a scavenger hunt for Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, because they host the Buffy podcast. So they got hired by Fox to go do a scavenger hunt for San Diego Comic-Con, which is very cool. Awesome. So people can go partake in that. Um, so I just wanted to get that Comic-Con stuff out of the way because I think it's really awesome <laughs> that we have people... Uh, who have appeared on the show and that we are friends with uh, and on our network who are there doing stuff. It's very cool. Yeah. And Tom's there, too. Oh, right. Tom's <laughs> <laughs> right. Tom. That's right. Tom Caswell is there doing stuff for io9 and Gizmodo. He's actually going to film the Buffy scavenger hunt, which is going to be wow. awesome. So. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff. Will Sarah happening. Michelle Geller be there? Huh? Will Sarah Michelle Geller be there? I don't think so. Uh, Will Christy Swanson be there? I don't know. I'm out of Buffy's. Yeah. I'm out of Buffy's. <laughs> All right, boys. What you get into this last week? Let's start with Alex. Are you going to start with me? Yeah, we go in Yeah, we'll start with you, man. Um, okay, but I, but my thing kind of relates to you. 
So, well, are you talking about playing games, or are you talking about in your personal life? Usually, we start out with what's in your. I don't know, like, why I've had to explain the the <laughs> format of this Jesus. show so many times. It's been the same for at least fifty episodes now. Ever since we lost the video part for us on our end, even though no one at home knows the difference, Alex has been very confused every episode as to the order of things <laughs> or what's going on at all. And so, he never even watched the video, which is the crazy part. Right. So, all right, I won't get into what happened this weekend because that's really a me and Chris thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, Personally, I went to work and worked. It's really so nothing, nothing else. Nothing of note. No. Otherwise. No, I'm sorry. I got nothing okay. for you. Okay. I mean, I, I have an announcement to make at the end of this podcast, but... Why at um, the end of the podcast? Why? You want me to make it now? You can make it now. It's it's really it's really it's a scheduling thing. So I don't know if you want to just save it till the end. Ah, see now I'm going to keep you guessing. See, this is what I'll say it at the end because then they're going to li- want to listen till the end. That's possible. More people might tune out at those last couple minutes. Uh, maybe they'll stick around to hear what Alex has to say. All right. Um, I'll just I'll just say it now. It's really it's not the big. I mean, it might be a big deal to if I'm their favorite. <laughs> If I'm their favorite, it might be uh, they might care, but I don't okay. think I'm going to be on the podcast almost the entire month of August. Whoa, what's happening? Yeah. In August? So Brittany and I are going to New Orleans in two weeks. When we get home from New Orleans, I have a lot of traveling to do with work. I am going to Boca, San Francisco, and London for work and that's I going... hope not in that order that seems like a really inconvenient order uh the order it... why are you just going from one to the other or coming back in between i have to come back for like a day or two in between oh uh, okay i thought you were like traveling literally like you're going to boca then out to san francisco and then to london and i was like this seems yeah. like the weirdest order to go in yeah um london's going to be a bit longer because hopefully uh britney is going to come and so that's 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 a tentative schedule right now in which case I will most likely miss almost all of August. Well, here's something of interest for you. Yes, talk to me. I need us to either have a show without me or Uh for us to pre-record a show for the middle of August. I believe it'll be the third episode in August. So it's possible we could all just pre-record 90 minutes of Dan. Or 90 minutes of Dan. Yeah, (laughs) I think we could also pre-record an episode then. (laughs) <laughs> it's very possible maybe because i but, won't be available to do like the uploads or anything for right. a few days so right. my my hope would actually be to pre-record it because it's not just a matter of it getting recorded and edited it's also like the uploading and everything else sure um but to everyone who uh likes me and i am their favorite um sorry you probably you most likely won't be hearing me in august and to everyone that doesn't like me uh you got a little treat I think you should uh, write in emails or call in on the voicemail for the episode you're not there with some kind of a complaint. (laughs) Some kind of bullshit. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. Dan, what's going on in your life? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Well, uh, I'm not sure what to call it, really, but like, I'm pretty sure that I was being either either catfished or scammed or some combination of the two, but I kind of knew it from the beginning, but I went along with it for a while. So like, I had a week and a half of conversation with this person who wanted to get money from me somehow. Go on. So, like, a little before, like, July 4th, like, some random people, like, sometimes people on Twitter will, like, send me a direct message They'll say, like, hey, what's up, whatever, you know? So this person just kind of went, hi. And I was like, I'll be polite and say hello, (laughs) like, whatever. (laughs) 
Uh, and it's like Great an attractive story so far. It's, it's a picture of an attractive girl. So I'm like, oh, whatever. Sure. What's the worst that could happen? Send, send I don't even the, have like my real name on Twitter. Send you the it's, virus link already. Yeah. Well, so again, so like then like we start talking about like nothing for a while. And then like July 4th, oh, I'm like drunk. Seinfeld. And so they start talking more to me and I'm answering a lot. So there's a whole back and forth, like blah, 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 talking to each other about whatever. And then like eventually I'll, I'll call it she. I don't know if this is a she or not. What are the odds so, it's also uh, a bot? It is not. I don't think it's a bot because there's too much variation in text. Okay. But it's possible. Why we not? Li- we do live in 2018, Dan. I mean, this is. Yeah, but some... I've, I've, uh, I've, t- I've used like like Internet bots and they're usually pretty shitty. All right. So you're saying you could mm. spot a bot. I could probably. I think I could spot a bot. Maybe spot not. a bot. But either way. Can you yeah, spare Dan, a square? Were you getting, were you getting scammed <laughs> by Smarter Child? <laughs> no, no, no. So this, uh, uh, this, this is no. I remember that. That was fun. Um, so this person, they named themselves Sarah on on Twitter, and it, the the thing that alerts me right away, like right off the bat, is their handle is like Sarah, and then like a bunch of random letters and numbers. Like if anyone was ever trying to remember their Twitter handle, this would be impossible. Mm. So anyway, like if that was your gamer tag, it would be really annoying. Yeah. So like later on on Fourth of July, they go, "Oh, can we text?" And I go, "Sure." Because I'm thinking in my head still, even if they have my phone number, they have no other real information about me except my first name. So, like, you can't really steal my information with just that. Uh-huh. So, whatever. So, now, now we move to texting. Can I just stop you for a second and yep. just ask a question? Okay. Yeah. Are, are you at this point suspecting? Are you suspicious at all at this point? Or Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You're big time suspicious. Okay. Because I was going to say. I've been suspicious since the beginning num- of this. Well, because you're like being apprehensive about giving your number. Whereas I feel like if I were on a dating site and a girl was like, let's text. I'd be like, well, oh, yeah, no problem. Here's my phone number. You know what I mean? Well, no. Like they asked for the number and I was like, sure. Like what's the worst that really happens out of that? Which is just a bunch of texting. Uh, so anyway, texting for like, let's see, a few days. And this person's like, oh, I've just been looking for my soulmate, and I'm pretty sure you're my soulmate. And we've been talking for about two days at this point, so there's two choices now. This person is either trying to scam me or trick me somehow, or uh, they are crazy. Or Wait, is it possible they're also trying to steal your identity by slowly getting bits of information about you, like your phone they number? They could, but they name. didn't get any other information besides that. I kept wait, being can, I, can I just say shit. that there's a third option? The third option is that this person is real. And wants to be with you because you are her soulmate. Yeah, that's very possible. possible. That falls into the crazy category, though, based on how little we know about each other at this point in time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, anyway, this person, like, uh, maybe like two days in, they're like, they're like, oh, they're telling me like a sob story. Like, uh, they're like, oh, my grandmother has lung cancer. Not my gra- her aunt, sorry. Her aunt had lung cancer and she's living with the aunt and there's no one else there. And, ever, it's, and she lives in Kenya. No, no. Indiana. <laughs> okay. It may as okay. well be. And I will say the area code did check out to Indiana. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So that was one piece of information that I was like, maybe this is a real person, but still probably not. Okay. You could do that with a, a, a $1 app on your phone. Yeah. That's, what, that's another <laughs> thing I was thinking. I was like, you could just literally have the number changed like that. But anyway, so like they're they're of course like three days in they're like like they're like oh I Can love you, you. and I'm Twitter like you combo? know what let's play <laughs> along I'm curious where this is going and I was like yeah I love you too because oh wow because <laughs> this is a crazy person that I'm never gonna meet or wow. I want to see how this scam ends so I, I want I want to get to that point right 
Right. Oh my and god. And so like, yeah, there's this whole thing. Like they're texting me every morning when I like when I wake up, there's a text from this person every morning, like as if they're like really into me, even though they know almost nothing about me, which is crazy. Okay. So anyway, so eventually we get to the point where she's like, How much do you care about me? And I was like, Yeah, whatever I said, like, oh, I care about you a lot, or something something like that. So that and she was like, Can I ask you something? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And she goes, Will you buy me an Amazon gift card? There it is. <laughs> and I was there like, There it is. And, I, and I'm like, let's let's test this out a little oh, wait, bit. Wait, was it Prime Day? No, this is like two, this is like a week ago, <laughs> probably maybe today. This is great. But um, so sh- then they go, um, I was like, sorry, I don't have money. Like, I have a severe amount of debt and I don't have any money besides to pay bills. Just seeing if this ends it completely at that point. So there's radio silence for about 24 hours at that point. <laughs> oh, you knew, Dan's getting ghosted. You knew that. Yeah, so, you knew that that maybe she wasn't as I you figure as you thought. I'm done with this. That was fun. Right. So now she comes back on like a couple whatever. And she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, and she's like we're talking normally again. Right. And then uh, I guess she's like, yeah, I was hanging out with my friend makes, I don't know, some girl named friend. And she's like, they don't think that you'll be able to provide for me because I told them about the gift card thing. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't have I don't have money. That's Try the only thing I don't got. Be able Try to guilt to you. Let's, let's yeah. prove how much you're able to provide for me by providing so, me an Amazon gift card. Yeah. It's and, 2018, and girl. I'm, like, I'm not going into severe detail, but they're like, oh, my God, I wish I could wake up next to you. Like all this nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, it goes on for another three or four days. And she goes like, how much do you love me? Like out of kind of nowhere. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just go for it. So I was like, as she, oh, she said, how deep is your love for me? Because I responded with as deep as the ocean. Because it's the corniest thing I could think of. Ariana's trench. I could. Yeah, I was like the corniest thing I could think of. So and then she goes. And she had been mentioning she was having trouble with her business where her bank account was messed up. So her clients were having trouble paying her. So right. fast forward to she's like, I was like, after I said that, she's like, can you help me? She, can you do me a favor? And she spelled favor F-A-V-O-U-R, which is the British spelling, which is another uh, little clue. Like, you're not really um, you. So unless she uh, was like <laughs> born there and then came over yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, a lot no, of she was not. from the UK are moving in. Uh, we, we had discussed that part of her origin story. She was the from Kentucky Indianapolis from. and still in Indianapolis. Her origin story? What is this fucking Yeah, Batman? her parents both died. I'm pretty yeah. sure she had superpowers. Um, <laughs> no. There's she said her parents ivy. both died in Dan an got accident. catfished by poison ivy. Wait, she actually what? said her parents died in an accident? Or are you just referencing Batman? I'm not just referencing Batman. She might have been. It might have been. Hold on a second. You're telling me that she, her origin story is that her parents died in an accident? And she lives with her aunt now who has lung cancer. And she's decided to take to Twitter direct messaging people to find love. <laughs> so, and she's finally found it in me, the dumbass who's going to give her my information. Right. So, um, <laughs> you should. Then, so she goes, this is like, this is, I'll, I'll finish it up. So then she goes, well, since I've been having trouble with my bank account, getting the customers to pay me and everything, I was wondering if you could give me your bank account information and credit card information. <laughs> she did not. And she's okay. I'll read the direct quote because it's the last thing she said before right. I block the number. Right, right. So, hun, I would like you to help me with some info to your bank account or your credit card so I can send it to my client so she hun. can get the money transferred to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah At right. which point I responded. 
I can't do that. Been hit with fraud before. Guess this is the end of this. Sorry about your money issues. I wish you the best. Just in case it's a crazy person. I don't want her to kill herself. And oh, then I blocked her on person. chat and Twitter. I can't believe you're, you were being considerate. The, the, an obvious scammer. I mean, I, well, I, I Just I in case you. this is an actual psycho. Uh, I would have I don't want her to kill herself. I just wanted to block them and be done with it now that I had this story. Amazing. No way. I definitely would have screen capped it and posted it on Twitter. Amazing. That's, that's either so Twitter point. That that is the catfishing slash scam. I don't know what it's called really. When it's it's, it's I not really a catfish. Say, yeah, you didn't I'm get not catfished. Sure. Well, maybe you did a little bit. It was it was a little bit, bit right? You like got it was a, a combo, catfished, but... and you got, I got a little like, cat scammed. Yeah, you got scat cat scammed. Yeah, that's good. cat scammed. <laughs> that's good. That you should you should. That was a journey. That was Dude, a long journey. You should coin that cat scammed. Holy shit, that's really good. You need to post that on Twitter with the screen cap and say almost yes, you got need scat, to screen caps. cat scammed. <laughs> Whoa, you, scat is completely got, different. You almost got scat scammed. <laughs> I didn't get scat cammed. Be that is completely different. Yeah, I never thought Alex be would be starting be the poop jokes this week. I'm a scat But anyway, that's what I'm This is This is the podcast. This is the fucking podcast. That was a crazy story. I mean, funny, though. I'm glad we listened. Yeah. Tom what will probably... we've learned here today is don't start dating on Twitter. Right. Tom will also probably come back next <laughs> week and go, well, I'm back after the longest story ever from Dad Weed. I guarantee you he'll say. Well, now he won't because he'll listen to this episode and say I won't. That's fine. Yeah. Well, At well, least he's already going to be annoyed because I forgot him during the whole Comic-Con thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you didn't forget him. Yeah, that's true, because I mentioned at the beginning that he You was just there. said we had friends there, and I went in my head, it'd be funnier if he's not included in that. Yeah, that's true. Well, you said we have friends there, and I said, ho. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep mine really short. I went back on Hyper this last week. I did another one of those mystery RPGs. We actually went to Comic-Con in it, and we had to solve a murder mystery. Cool. Uh, cosplayer like, was uh, playing as Waluigi, gets murdered at a McDonald's after party, and we have to solve the mystery. At one point, we end up at a furry party, and at another point, we tried to frame the rock. So it was pretty fun. And they actually recently just changed all of their uh, systems so that you don't have to be a subscriber to watch their stuff on demand. So the videos I've done before, you can go watch now on their channel on Twitch. You don't have to watch them live. So that's pretty cool. So you can check that out. Very cool. Nice. Good, good, good personal story. Good. Uh, glad to hear it. Glad you had fun. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's talk about and let's keep it short because there's a lot to say about Pokemon number 124. Jinx. Oh, yeah. I, I honestly was very creeped out by Jinx as a child. Um, I don't think I ever caught one, to be totally honest with you, and I still don't really know what a Jinx does. I think it. I think Jinx, for me, is the most unknown Pokemon f for me. I don't know what type it is. I don't know what moves it, do it has. I I've never... Yeah. It really just looks like, like a gypsy combined with a blow-up doll. Hmm. Like, if you just look at it from the front, it's like... Yeah. I That's mean, really all it could Jinx be. is a hard Pokemon Maybe to talk Grimace? about. Is it Grimace's it's, mom? It's problematic. Um, it is a problematic looking Pokemon. What does that mean? And there, there are a lot of claims and things that point to the fact that Jinx is sort of a racist Pokemon design. Oh, that's what you're talking about? Yeah. Wait, you're telling me purple people don't like it? Oh, I think it was black uh, at first. Yeah, Jinx <sighs> used to be pretty much black or very dark purple. It was originally drawn with just like straight up pitch black skin. It it's a very problematic looking Pokemon. It you know I've seen some people try to hand wave it and say 
Like, oh, yeah, Odo wow, Jinx's skin really is supposed terrible. to look like uh, it's Frostbitten because it's an ice-type Pokemon. When did it but become an ice? It's always been an ice-type. Uh, it's ice psychic. Wait, it was ice in the original Pokemon? No, there was no... Yeah, Dugong? Seal? Oh, shit. But Jinx was ice in the original? I thought it was just psychic. No, it was also... It was an ice-type as well. Huh. Not in the original. You can't have two types in the original, can you? Oh, that's right. In the original, you get one type. Oh, uh, I don't actually believe that's true. In the original, Charizard was uh, fire flying. Was he actually categorized as fire flying? Or did he just get the ability to fly? You're supposed to know everything about games, Chris. You're supposed to be the knowledgeable well, one. So here's the deal. I What I just said is what I believed it to be true. Right. So I gave you my answer. Now you're questioning it. So yep. now instead of just saying yes emphatically and definitively, because I already stated what I thought was the fact, <laughs> I'm saying, oh, let me think about it for a second. I could be wrong. Yeah, but then what he's doing is railroading you. Right. And uh, I actually just looked it up, and it is an ice psychic Pokemon. There was two types. Yeah, but did you look I'm at on it? the original Pokedex. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that is what I had believed to be true. But and there's know. not a lot of dual Pokemon, but like Oddish no. is Grass Poison, for example. Yeah. Stuff like there, that. There weren't many of them, uh, which is why it made me pause when you asked that question. It's like, oh, it's possible. I could have sworn that wasn't the case, but it wouldn't be the first time I'd be wrong. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a, I have to say, I think it's the worst Pokemon design in the history of Pokemon. Even more than like, I'm pretty sure that most people in the early 1800s would disagree with you. It's very ugly. It's terrible. It's really just terrible. Like every part it's of very it. very ugly. And Why no, make I think it? Trubbish is way did better than Did they have Jinx. to make it? Like, wh- how did that beat something else out? That's my, like, you know, like there must've been like some that didn't make the cut. I don't, I mean, it clearly, and like, so as time has gone on, they've sort of distanced them, but clearly like Jinx and Mr. Mime were almost sort of like counterparts. Yeah. They were light and dark equivalents to one another, but they weren't even uh, game specific. You couldn't. It wasn't like you got Jinx in one and Mister Mime in the other. So they weren't actually made that way. But definitely during the design, they were at some point during the design stage. There was some level of similarity or pairing that was going on there as to whether or not that made it into the canon later on. It did not. It, it's just it's just a hideous looking Pokemon. <laughs> Right. So yeah, yeah, I'm looking up articles on Jinx right now, and I, found... I can't think of any Pokemon in the original 151 that are uglier than Jinx. Not even Mr. Mime. I would say Mr. Mime beats out. Jinx. No, I agree with yeah. that. So this is an article that says if you could describe your character as Mr. Popo in drag, yeah, you might want to oh, reconsider yeah. showing this character He's to anyone the... in the face of the earth. Jinx has the same <laughs> lips as Mr. Popo, I think. Or... Yeah, no, and different again, lips. Mr. Popo is also considered to be a very, very problematic and controversial. <laughs> design character oh my god which is why like in the more recent versions of dragon ball z like the kai and the the changes they've made him just like straight up blue now (laughs) but and and the Uh, character i mean now i don't want to say anything bad here like is it because it's a terrible design when these were created in japan that wasn't like a thing they cared about (sighs) i don't Uh, i don't don't think it was that's the only thing i can imagine like they just didn't think either they didn't think about it at all or they were just like they don't give a shit Right. I, I mean, you know, the politics of these things are, are different, I'm sure, in every country. So I will it's say, hard though, really on the original Pokemon cards, purple. <laughs> yeah. They were smart enough to change it up for that. Well, and who knows if that's just something that was for the American release. Because um, actually, so this oh, is an Actually, never fact. mind. I found an older one that. So here's not. an interesting fact for you Pokemon just had another one of these controversies that for the first time in decades now, they just banned an episode of Pokemon from airing in the US. What what was the deal? So Ash in the story dresses up as one of the Pokemon. I can't remember which one it was offhand. 
Uh, and so he wears an outfit like that Pokemon, but then also puts what people would say is basically blackface on. Oh. And so it was banned from being in our country. Um, so, it, you know, it, it it's uh, it, it's an ongoing trend wow. <laughs> with the series, apparently. Well, uh, so, should we be considering Pokemon racist at this point? Uh, it's really hard to say. Oh, I I mean, ju- okay. First of all, I just saw the image of what yeah. they were talking about. And it isn't as bad as it would no, seem. No, it's not. Because it's, it's not. not like... he He's dressed up as... What's the Pokemon he's dressed up as? He's dressed this? up as the Pokemon. I don't have it in front of me, so I couldn't tell you. Um, it's just a, it's some it kind of Pokemon. Like, he's in... He's not, yeah. like... He doesn't do with people. No, it's, just, it's it's clear it was totally, but like... I think because of the Jinx thing, thing, they're being extra careful. Yeah, and then just also because, like... it It's a thing that I think is also... Um, in American culture, you know, blackface is something that means a lot to people here, where it might not in Japan. So it's not something they're even going to think about because it wasn't a thing that happened there, at least as far as I'm aware, or at least in the same way that it happened here. I uh, can almost so, guarantee it didn't happen there the same way it happened here. It's very, it's very interesting uh, how you. that seemed to have taken place <laughs> at like the same time that we got up to the Jinx episode. <laughs> It's not yeah. a good luck for Pokemon this week. It's so not a good pes- luck. Apparently, Pessimian was the one he dressed up as. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Okay, guys, we should move on to our next segment. Let's get into some... Oh. Are you... Oh. Are you fu- Isn't oh, that Tom's? It looks, like we have, it looks like we have some unsnacked coming in, hot off the presses. Someone at Lay's is listening to our podcast, guys. Why do you say that? <laughs> Because Lay's just revealed a brand new lineup of chips. You ready for these? Deep dish. New Shrimp. England lobster roll. <laughs> Very similar to the, uh, to the shrimp cocktail that we talked about last week. And also very similar to the one that we talked about last week, the uh, pickled onion monster mash. Fried pickles with ranch flavor. Yep. Ugh. Which he said, Tom said, was like a fried pickle with like, That's a, right. That's right. like a zesty flavor on it so i'm looking at this they've got chesapeake bay not crab like spice that. also that's probably even closer to yeah, they the uh, I give it like a two percent chance of them actually I- i'm looking at this guys i think someone mm. at lays is listening to our show i first think they heard alex dish on the lays know. and got pissed <laughs> and then they heard all those great flavors from tom and they're like i'll show these motherfuckers i mean it's very likely they were developing these before our episode aired I was thinking the same thing, Dan. I was <laughs> it's pretty likely <laughs> thinking the same thing. I ca- I'm trying to read what some of these are, and I can't. What are some of the more normal ones? Could I see be. like Cajun Spice. That makes sense. Totally con carne. Yeah, there's Cajun Spice. There's now, a deep dish pizza. How's that different from regular pizza um, taste as far as chips are concerned? My guess is it would be more marinara flavor. Okay. It was that queso. Was one of them just called queso? Chili con queso. Is that what it is? Hmm. That sounds good. Cheese yeah. chips. Why not? I think because Alex hates Lay's so much, he should have to try these. But first, Alex still needs to prove to us that he can eat a chicken pot pie with one Right, hand. that'll happen to Horry. Now, it. we need this. you to do it before apparently you leave for all of August. Uh, that gives me like a week. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, you have a week to eat a chicken pot pie by hand <laughs> and videotape it. <laughs> you got to give me some time here, fellas. You gotta time give me some for time. what? Time. I got to go buy it. I got to cook it. I got to eat it. Okay, two hours. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right, guys, let's get into some... News and game convo. Very quick update to our fantasy draft. Octopath Traveler came out. I got 84 points for that, bringing me up to 377. 
Tom is still in first. Alex is in second. I'm in third. Dan is currently in fourth place. Oh, my God. Who's going to get their gamer tag change? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to get their gamer tag changed to something really stupid and embarrassing? Don't edit that for him. Make him sound like an idiot for the first one. That's fine. Keep it in. (laughs) Leave it in. Uh, This is going to get, I mean, there aren't, for the summer, there's only like three more releases but once it hits like october and november that's where the other like 50 percent of our games come out so we got a little bit more coming in over the next two months and then it's just going to be lots of delays and a bunch more things uh scores coming in all right so alex and i played some games this last week alex you want to start it out all right so here's what happened this weekend the powers at be um the stars aligned and Brittany went away this weekend, and Therese went away this weekend. So both Chris and I had a whole apartment to ourselves um, to do nothing slash play video games. So Chris says, yo, on Saturday, let's play a co-op game. <laughs> so it's like, let's play a co-op game. Like, oh, all right, yeah, we haven't done that in a long time. Like, we used to love to play Borderlands together, Halo, whatever. It's fine. So um, before anyone else gets butt hurt, uh, we did invite Dan and Tom. They were both working. So they could not partake. So Chris says to me, uh, you know, of the list of games that I'm seeing, Far Cry 4 looks great. I was like, okay, we'll, we'll play Far Cry 4 co-op. He says, uh, you'd have to go to GameStop, and get it used, and then we can return it within five days. Okay, great. I go over to GameStop, uh, an activity I haven't done in years. I go to GameStop, I get Far Cry 4, I come home, boot it up, install it, it takes forever, I don't know why. And then we're playing it, and we're watching the longest intro cutscene I've ever had in a game ever. Um, I have no idea what's going on. I'm not really paying attention. To the point where I say, the cutscene's over, and I say, okay, Chris, invite me to your game. Lo and behold, uh, it's not really a real co-op game. You can't play the campaign. No, it's not. You can't play the campaign in a co-op setting. So Chris goes, oops, I fucked up. I made fun of him because he's supposed to be king of all games and knowledge. (laughs) King of games. He's supposed to be king of games. Uh, Which, wait, wait. Remember earlier in the process, I was like, I was like, because you didn't want to make any choices. You wanted me to choose everything. Yeah. And I was like, if this isn't good, I was like, you can't blame all this on me. Because yeah. Because you didn't. You, because you chose not to be I, involved but I tr- in the decision making process. But I trusted the king of games to know what the fuck was going on. Well, I also originally said Far Cry 5. I didn't look at Far Cry 4. And then when I Googled, like, the co-op, people were like, oh, the best thing about Far Cry 4 is the co-op. And I saw that. And you just said, well, let's just get whichever one has the higher reviews, which was. True. I did say that. Far Cry 4. So I didn't actually look into Far Cry 4. I just saw, like, one blurb that said the co-op is, like, the best thing about it. And it, and then I just went off the review score. Right. Well, lo and behold, it's not really a co-op c- campaign game. It's, like, co-op no. in a couple places. So Chris goes, well. I guess we, we have to return this. To which I replied, like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I'm going to go to the mall for the second time. So, all right. Well, go ahead. And then I just want to preface this because at the beginning, we spent, like, maybe, like, half an hour figuring out what game we were going to play because I was like, okay, well, let's look at what's on Game Pass. So I was like, we have we could either play through The Division, we could do no Gears way. of War, or Vermintide. And right. Vermintide seems like maybe it's okay or maybe it's good. I don't know if that game's really for us. Um, And you're download speeds were taking like forever so yeah. that it seemed like it was better to go to GameStop so you run out the door and then I realize as I'm about to run out the door it's only nine o'clock my time right. so GameStop's not even open for an hour right so we wasted time there then when I went to get far I had to ret- I was so embarrassed I had to walk in 
and return Far Cry 4 only to then buy Far Cry 5. They didn't have a used <laughs> version of the game, which pissed me off because that means I have to buy the actual game, which means I can't return it. There's $40 that potentially could just be flushed down the goddamn toilet this weekend. So then I had one of the weirdest experiences ever at a GameStop. I came up with my Far Cry 4. The guy at the register took out the disc, looked at it, inspected <laughs> it, like look, like looked at it as if he was looking at a diamond and says to me, oh... I don't know if we can take this. Like, it looks like it got scratched. There's some dust on it. And I'm thinking, about, I'm like, dude, I literally just bought this an hour ago. Like, what do you like? He goes, I don't know. It looks like your sister. I'm like, no, like, I like you're insane. So he was like, I, I don't know. Like, uh, all right. And all the meanwhile, he's cleaning the disc with his shirt. I'm thinking to myself, great. When I bring the manager out here, you've already scratched it doing whatever the hell you're doing. So he, then he says, you know what? We'll take it back. I'm like, thanks. So then he starts ringing me up for Far Cry 5, and I get the really hard sell for the protection plan. I have never bought a protection plan on a video game before. They give me the whole spiel about uh, if it breaks, if it scratches, if somebody comes... He literally said if somebody comes to your house with a scissor and cuts the disc in half, he shows me this broken disc, classic GameStop, and then at the end of it... Oh, my God. That broken disc is the most insane fucking thing. They're like, hey, do you want to buy the insurance? And this disc is, like, peeled apart, not just broken, but it's, like, peeled apart, like the separate layer from the top and the bottom where they press these discs together and it's, like, peeled off. I want to see the reaction. Part of it looks melted. I want to see the reaction. You just look at them with like a puzzled look on your face and go, what's wrong with that? I would love to come in with a bag of just CD dust, (laughs) just CD dust, and then dump it on the thing and go, give him my game, bitch. We should. You put it in like the Willy Blender. I'm returning this game. I'm uh, I'm protected from stuff like this. It's dust. Give me a new game. Anyway, and at the end of the transaction, the guy goes, the game has a great start. Ending sucks, though. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're lucky that I didn't actually like care to buy this game or anything. Otherwise, I'd be kind of pissed that you just kind of told me the ending sucks. Um. Anyway, after many hours, Chris and I get home. We we boot it up. We start playing. And I don't know, Chris, if you want to take it from here, but I uh, we we pretty much played. A, I would say combined twenty hours of this game. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, we played. Yeah, maybe like maybe like fifteen. Fifteen hours. It was a lot of fun. I, yeah, I had a like lot 15. of fun. It, yeah. The co-op worked great. It was exact. If if you don't know anything about the Far Cry series, if you know anything about the Crackdown series, Crackdown it pretty much mirrored Crackdown one, just not as zany and yeah. stupid and crazy. Just more, I guess. At least like as far as the progression. Yeah, but it, it was just like there are three. Like there's a head of a cult. He's got his lieutenants. You got to kill the lieutenants, but you got to you can only get to them by doing other missions. So once you kill all three of them, you can go beat the main guy. So we uh, succeeded in beating one lieutenant and. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I thought everything was I thought everything was good. I miss legacy controls, but that's me because I'm weird. <laughs> you are having so much trouble with that. And uh, Chris, I don't know if you want to talk about your experience. What did game. you think? What did you think about like? So first of all, they make you drive in first person. In this oh game. yeah, the driving in first person was a little. It took a long time to get used to, but once I got used to it, it wasn't as bad. But I really do love a third person drive. Yeah, there is one dope thing, which is it, they let you set a waypoint on the map wherever you want. And then when you're in the driver's seat, you could just click a button and the car will just drive there for you. So right. you don't have to do anything but hold the acceleration down. Right. Yeah, that was cool. Which is um, the yeah. only other thing I guess I would say about the game is that it was extremely repetitive. You basically were doing the same oh, yeah. three missions over and over and over again, just in different locations. And if you were stuck somewhere, 
um like in the woods and you had to like and you did not you didn't have access to a car you had to run and that was kind of annoying no no there's fast travel we just didn't notice till like the end of the game oh then forget everything i just said and listen we didn't start using it till like the end because the map the i so this is the one thing that pissed me off the whole time they did a shit job at the co-op like the actual playing in co-op is good but first of all the icon for your friend is basically the same as the icon for everything else in the game so it, it's no brighter it's no bolder they don't highlight it when they're like up high or below you or behind you so that you have an idea by just glancing at the icon as to where they are or which thing it is it's like oh wait is that my co-op buddy or is that the target because they use other than the one yellow target everything else is the same blue fucking targets right this um is, the only this is far cry nuts. 4 right no, this uh, is... We did five. We did oh, you five. didn't we did five. five. Okay, I was going to say, did they fix it four. in the next game? But okay, gotcha. We had to return four. Um, the only other thing I would say is right before we booted the game up, I nonchalantly said, watch, this is the kind of game where only one campaign... <laughs> Where only one campaign story saves and the other guy gets screwed as just like a guy who's tagging along. Sure enough, if you want to play this game and both of you have the compa- campaign saves, you're out of luck. Only one guy gets to save the campaign. And for some reason, Christian convinced me that he would do it, even though he's the one that bought a used <laughs> version and was going to be able to return the game, whereas I bought a new version and was not. So selfish Christian strikes again. <laughs> I also got to the place where I could invite you before you. You were behind me. Literally by like 60 seconds. That's because you were having trouble driving in uh, first person. If we, I mean, if are you, do you want to say anything about Far Cry 5? Because I can bring in one more thing about, that's um, about us. That Dan can talk about as well. I was just gonna say that it was. I had a lot of fun with it. The coolest thing I thought about it is that like online arcade mode where people just make randomly generated shit. And although I know your campaign progress didn't work, you were still unlocking achievements at least. Yeah. And it saved all your character progression. So if you do go play in like multiplayer, I basically have uh, you can go mode. play solo now. Yeah, exactly. But it, it would still be a pain in the ass to have to go do yeah. that. The other game that we played while. Brittany and Teresa were away was Monopoly Deal that I didn't really know how to play, but Dan yeah. played with us, so I, now he can. I sort of remembered how conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we played it and we realized about two seconds in that we forgot how to play it. <laughs> so Monopoly with cards, it, w- it was easy to figure out once we got like back to the hang a bit, a little bit. You know, it's still a fun. I, I still once we like understood what we were doing, I still had fun playing it. Like it's still a fun game to play when you're just chilling. But we don't really have a lot of those chill yeah. chill gaming nights anymore. That's true. We should have more of them, especially now that Uno is available, right. which we just somehow missed out on. I think we knew about it at some point or another, but Uno is back, baby, and it's on sale right now. Yo, the Xbox Live Summer Sale right now is great. Yeah, if you want to have the best chance of playing a video game with us on Xbox, I say I would say buy the $5 Uno game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or Halo. Or ha- who, yeah, always Halo. Who is the person that we played with? Oh shit! I don't remember. Do you remember offhand? No, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I'm terrible with this too. Uh, I don't so remember bad at the person's name. Now I feel Man. bad, but it was fun playing with them. <laughs> we played some uh, some yeah. Halo, some Man Cannon. Yeah, we did. I couldn't believe that on Monopoly Deal there were fucking people still playing when we did search for a game. Wait, I I think um, his, I, I think his name was uh, Tuned Up Turtles. Something like that. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I bet it was Alex. What do you mean? All right. So anyway, a little bit of other news. Bungie came out today, and they said that the only kind of battle royale they're interested in is a battle rifle. I don't get it. They're saying that they're not going to make a battle royale Halo game, so don't worry. They're not wasting Uh, their time on that, and they're not doing that. I'm glad, because they can barely waste their time on the stuff they're supposed to have. 
So I'm just glad they're concentrating on that. <laughs> Shit. And then they can kind of, you know, make a decent game. I also don't think Battle Royale games are all that in a bag of chips. I'm kind of like, enough of this shit. They're not that good. You know what I've had enough of? You saying all that in a bag of chips. I haven't said it mm-hmm. in a while. I thought that you were going to be okay with it. No, I mean, ever since I bought you all that in a bag of chips, you never even watched the all that. I'm, I'm kind of I watched a couple. Of, I watched a couple episodes. Okay, then I'm back on. Back on board. <laughs> and I ate the whole bag of chips. Well, I saw you eat the whole bag of chips. That, that happened really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so I'm just looking at some other small bits of news here. Did either of you guys watch the uh, Uncharted fan film? No. no. <laughs> oh, holy shit. So Wait, are you that surprised that the two of us didn't watch that? Well, you played the Uncharted game. Yeah. So, but you've met me. Yeah, but you played the Uncharted game. So I thought maybe you would watch it. It's I didn't short. know it existed because you've met me. So Nathan Fillion, the guy who voices the character and who it's modeled after, also the actor from favorites like Firefly, he has mentioned before that he would love to play the character in a movie. And there have been so many stops and starts on this series. And supposedly the movie that's going into production is like a prequel. So they're going to cast a younger guy. So he took it upon himself with a couple of other big names and produced like a pretty high budget 15 minute fan film where he plays Nathan Drake. And it's fucking Where is it? awesome. Where can Wait, you find it? How can they do a prequel? Because in the fourth game, it's like half prequel, half adventure. Like you go back in I time a lot to his past. I'm sure by doing a, I'm yeah, I'm sure they could do a prequel that takes place before the first game where he's hunting treasures. Well, where can you find it? You could just Google uh, Uncharted fan film. Oh, okay. I thought you had to like subscribe to something like Netflix or. No, no. This is like he did this on his own, like. Him and a couple of other people went. This wasn't something I got Naughty you. Dog put together. Right. I got you. Because he's wanted to do it for so long that he was right. just like, well, this will be like my only chance to do this. And so he just kind of took it upon himself to do it, which was <laughs> fucking awesome. And there's a really sick moment in it where it's all in super widescreen. Um, you know, it's in letterbox. And then all of a sudden it looks like it goes from a cinematic to gameplay because the camera like hands up from around him and then like straight up behind him and then the widescreen goes away and it becomes full frame and it like and it looks like he's like lifting his gun like you're gonna take over the character just like what happens in the games are there and any it, they did it so well are there any spoilers in this movie because i'm i really want to play the no. games no no, so. no no okay great no nope. all right awesome i'll watch no. it then yeah you've, you've sold you, you've sold me yes you're a selling sailor. If you're going to buy the games, don't buy Uncharted 4 because I can just lend it to you. There you go. I think that's fair. Boom. <laughs> yeah, Alex, how is God of War? Because I know you were playing that this weekend. Uh, I was playing that a ton this weekend. I love it. I I, I do not think... Uh, I think Tom said on this podcast, stick to the story. Um, I don't think they necessarily want you to or you have to. It's I, I can't tell you how many times I've been done with a certain story section and Atreus has said to his father... Uh, we could continue the story or we could go exploring. And that's kind of what I was saying. Like when a portion of the story is over and I'm back in a certain area, I go exploring a little bit to see like what new areas I have been opened up. I've got new abilities now. So maybe I can go back and open a chest over there or explore a new area over here or defeat a new enemy. That was a lot harder like a couple hours ago. That isn't maybe that hard now because I've upgraded my shit. Um, so I'm definitely looking probably to 100% complete it. It is an Holy incredible shit. game. It is a beautiful game. It is so fucking fun to play, and the the whole act, the Leviathan axe is just incredible. And I would to anyone on the fence jump. 
get this game. What are some of Britney's comments when you're playing this game? She's never home while I'm playing it. What would some of them be if she saw you playing this game? This is lame. When are you going to beat it? <laughs> when are you going to beat it? <laughs> uh, why is, do you have a little kid? Um, <laughs> why do you have a little kid? Why doesn't he have a shirt on? <laughs> Shit like that. Why is that? <laughs> I mean, there's a, I'm not going to. There's one thing else that she would ask, but it's just kind of spoily. So I won't say it. But she would ask another question why Kratos is carrying something. And she'd be like, what the f? She'd, yeah. And it would just be lame all around. <laughs> Ooh. I would think I would like, as just like a bonus material, I would like to have you play an episode of the Unranked Podcast and Brittany listens to it and you record Brittany as she listens to it. And then we just play it over the episode as just like a commentary. Mm. <laughs> almost yeah. like a mystery science theater thing yeah that would be a nice little um it's almost bonus like a reverse thing yeah. like just it would be like britney cam during the episode yeah that's all it is yeah it would be great i would listen to that. all right guys you ready for some mail go for it christian all right email at unrankedpodcast.com that's right we are located at email at unrankedpodcast.com if you want to send us those emails so I've got one here, came in on Twitter. I'm going to very quickly go through this. I'm not going to read the whole thing verbatim. But basically, someone wrote in, God's right testicle and uh, testy. And they were trying to, they gave us suggestions on how to make the secret phrase game work. But here's the thing with this. And this is the reason I got so annoyed with it the last time. I wanted nothing about how we played the game to change. All I wanted was to make sure that the word was revealed even if I didn't guess it. I felt like nothing else should change because I was never making multiple guesses throughout the game or like nothing else should have changed. I just said, hey, once he pulls it off, we should reveal it so that people know and then they can. it's easier to play along. And then it's like, oh, like, cool. I actually know Alex pulled this thing off. It's like funny if he does that, which is not what happened. This goes in further and they're suggesting like he gets multiple phrases and if I can get five right in a row, you owe me like a burrito or whatever hippie bullshit that I eat. Um, but then it's like the whole show just becomes that, which is the problem in the first place. It's like the idea is so, not to make the whole show that other game. How about – this is just a quick idea I just had. So uh-huh. how about like uh, people can send in what they think it is and we reveal it at the start of the next episode every time? I, I really think it would be more fun if you revealed it after Alex pulls it off. Well, because we didn't do that Dan's idea, already. Dan's idea is not bad. It's, it's not, not bad. But you could just say also... last week's phrase. Well, like, figure because it out. I just last don't want to run into a situation where, like, he says it, and then, like, you don't catch it, but you might have almost caught it. And then I'm like, you didn't get it. And you're like, oh, I, I was that's just why about I to said, say like, it. like, a minute later. Yeah, but then it might interrupt something that's being said. Like, sometimes it's just, I don't want to interrupt, like, a conversation to be like, this was the word. You missed it. And, like, then it's dead. Sure. But then we should just ignore the whole thing in the first place was my other point. If you're not willing to try it this way, then let's just say forget it. And the reason I say that is because I've seen this exact format work, which is why I'm suggesting it. Like, I know for a fact this exact format works. Hyper RPG has an entire show built around it that they air every week. So I know it works perfectly, which is why I suggested we try it this way. So it, because then, Dan, the problem is people aren't going to go back and open it up and try to hear the moment in which he pulled it off. So it's better if it's more in the moment but it also doesn't break it's like if alex is saying something he pulls it off and then it's like we move on to another beat it's like hey by the way well okay so like you want to do it like after we're done with whatever yes so like not interrupting but like after correct yeah like once it feels like we're moving on to the next conversation it's like and we're out of that thing whether it's a minute whether it's there it's like if we've moved on i've moved on too you know it's like you you have 
All right. So do you have a jingle? Yeah, uh, a jingle for it. Is that what, isn't that what you were gonna do? Oh well, I have I have like we have wind music. We have a wind sound. Um, okay. All right. Well, he so said it earlier. It was so the phrase was tune turtle thing. tune up. Yeah. Yeah. Tuned up That's, turtles. I, I figured, but I wasn't sure if you're still doing the bullshit thing because we never talked about it after I argued with you guys about it again. So I was like, I'm not even gonna acknowledge this right now. Yeah, I could tell that you kind of knew. You were like, "Is it Alex?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you, you know, you know what happened." All right, from yeah. now on, we'll do that. I, that I tried to, I tried to pull one in there with sailing sailor or something like that. I tried to do. That oh, I didn't too. even notice that one. Whatever yeah, that was. So that well, quick. that wasn't like a thing. That was just him making shit up in his head. Yeah, that was me th- making shit up. There you go. Congrats, Alex. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was the first part of his his mail. The second part was actually this, which is. By the way, I'm from Tampa, Florida, and hearing about Tom and Dan complaining about mid-70s or 80s is laughable. It's hotter than Hooker's doorknob on payday with like 70% humidity everywhere. By midsummer, you're almost wishing for hurricane season, so there's some fucking cloud coverage. Suck it and stay unranked. I mean, to that, I would just say no one made you live in Florida. You can leave whenever you want. <laughs> not if he's a no. I'm just not I'm if kidding. He's a minor. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, I don't Eman- think we're, we're, I don't think we were complaining about mid 70s. I'm pretty sure we were complaining when it was like near 100 and humid. Which it was probably 115 down there. It's just even worse. I would just never want to be in Florida. It gets right. so fucking hot in the Northeast, and I think people because they live in Florida believe it's hotter there. It's it, yeah. It, it, we're not like in Greenland up here. Like it's not like always cold. In fact, it's typically cooler here in LA than it is. In the Northeast, like I look at the the summer all summer long, I look at the heat there compared to out here, and it's usually like maybe a good ten degrees cooler here. You guys are in like the high nineties, like or at least like the the high eighties. Very often, it's usually about seventy five to eighty in LA. It's very hot in New York. Yeah, and I mean it's that, not as bad as if it were Florida, but like that's why I don't want to live in Florida. Well, that nothing's as bad as if it was in Florida, but that's just because it is Florida. And that concludes the meteorology segment. Do you have another piece of mail? Yes. All right, so this one came in from Jamie. Hey, heard you talking about The Good Place recently. I love, love that series so much, which had me thinking. In the series premiere, they show you that each person can look through their entire history of their life. They can also look up stats. If you guys had the chance to do this after your death and you could see stats for anything or relive moments of your life, what would they be? Stay unranked, Jamie. Now, do you You think Jamie's a guy or a girl? I knew you were going to ask that because I was going to ask that as well. (laughs) I think it doesn't matter. Of course it doesn't, but he's... he's I just want to know. <laughs> I have a theory that The Good Place is Dan more of a chick show, to know but I don't know if it's true. Have. He thinks The Good Place is a chick show. Oh, maybe, Maybe. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that, because I watched no. it, it's fine. But like... Uh, We've also... Oh, I watch a lot of shows, though. <laughs> yeah, you watch a lot more shows than anyone I know. That, yeah. <laughs> IMDB over here. Um, Internet movie, Dan Base. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's a whole to that question. I think we've spoken about the stat thing before, either drunkenly or on this podcast. Um, I can't remember which, but there are definitely moments I would like to relive. One of those is playing hide and go seek in the dark in the basement. Uh, with, oh, you never played that? Wait, hold no, on. I mean, I now, have. now, where was this? Was this like at an uncle's house? Is there a dark yeah. backstory to this? <laughs> no, this was uh, this is at my aunt's. It wasn't at her house. It was at the neighbors and all like. There were seven or eight of us kids that would go play hide and go seek in the dark, and he had the, just a lot of stuff in his basement, so you could kind of get yourself good and good and hidden. Yeah, we would play it at my basement too, because I had that big basement. Remember when I had the bar yeah. in the basement? Yeah, growing yeah, up yeah, too? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was fun times. That's it. I mean, there's other so things you I would like just to relive. You would relive that. No, I would leave. I would relive the melee years. 
relive the I melee see. years. Those were good years. But what about? Uh, I guess the more interesting question, at least to me, is the stats. Because if I could like look up, yeah. But I feel like we. I would done, love to be like, how many hours about? did I sleep? Oh, like at the end of life? Yeah, I want to know yeah. how many shits I took. I feel like for Al, if if I could see Alex's stats, I would love to see how many calories was in his salad in college, his crouton <laughs> salad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that would be great. I would love to see overall how many calories I burned versus how many calories I took in. <laughs> like, like a, a uh, I, I don't even know what it would be a CB a ratio, kill death, a kill would death you, ratio, calories to burned. How about yeah. how many times you've masturbated? Yeah, whatever. But, I already I mean, know my that, high score. Like that's really another. No, you know what I would have loved to have seen. I would love to see like stats on. Um, I don't know if, if these would be specific stats, like if this would be a static, uh, static, if this would be a stat or not. But it would just be like how many times I was close, like where was I closest to death? Like oh, that's like, a good one. Wh- where was I? Like where was yeah. I closest? What could I have done differently in the past to have prolonged my life, if if anything, or if this is just the trajectory that I was on, no matter what, or if there was something like you know, not eating like an asshole in college, maybe would have made me live an extra month or something like that. I don't know. Why would eating the booty extend your life? You know. <laughs> you know how it is. But I would love to know, like, like where was I closest to death before my actual death? Like, yeah. how close was I? And where I was I? What you know, was I doing? You know an interesting one? How much money you've spent collectively over your entire life? I could probably guesstimate that pretty well. You think so? Well, since I've been making... I mean, since you make money, yeah, you could probably figure that out. Even if it's not, like loans would count like everything that you i know what you're saying yeah yeah i'd have to guesstimate i'd have to guesstimate like money taken in from gifts yep money taken in from graduation and stuff like that but i bet you i could get pretty close huh i think because there's only i'm only gonna make a finite amount like there's no way i'm gonna pass like a certain threshold yeah so i'm sure it's it's got to be below that and it's got to be above a certain number so i bet you i can get pretty pretty decently i'd like to know how many chicken nuggets i've eaten (laughs) I used to love. Oh, that'd be the nugs. great! I loved the nugs. What if there was a score for like best decision you ever made and like worst oh. decision you ever made? Like, I want to see that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of yeah in line with like how close was I to death? Like, what was the best thing I ever did? You know, it would be a fun one. Like, how many people were into me that you didn't know? That would be a good one. Yeah, you know, how would you see that? Would that um, be like a like almost? I want to say this, like a Sims like system where you could see how like in like on a scale how into you they are. Yeah. Or like, I would love to have seen. Like, I wish. Obviously, this is how many this, people this secretly could, hated could me. happen. <laughs> right? How many people hated me? Or how about this one? How about like someone who gets into two colleges and they're wondering, should I go to college A or college B? You end up going to college B. If you could say, look, I want to make my decision college A. Show me what happens if I did that. But oh. your friends would be different. Your significant other might be different. They wouldn't I feel be like able to do some, that. That's something Things, you could see, though. Yeah, the good place couldn't do that. But if you could see that. That would be awesome. I'm saying, yeah. yeah, but I feel like I feel like we're off the rails on the good place. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying, I would love to say, like, if I had made the decision to go here instead of here, like, an, like an obvious, like, not say, oh, if I had, you know, millions and millions of dollars, say, like, I had this decision, I chose this, but what if I had chosen this? Show me what would have happened. Do you know what I would like not to like know? Out of bounds thing. How what? many hours I've spent playing video games, and then I'd also like to see a list of, like, I want to see it then itemized, like by console and then by game. I would yeah, like love, a whole spreadsheet. Yeah, I would love to know like what game I've played the most and how much that is. Yeah, that'd be sweet. 
Because I in my head, I think it's probably like, oh, it's probably something like Halo 2, but it probably isn't. Because when I was younger, I had yeah. so many fewer games, and I had more right. time to play games than ever. So I bet there's right. like some stupid like Super Nintendo or N64 game or something that I played dramatically more Halo, than even Halo, Halo 2. Is probably, Halo 2 is probably up there, though. Yeah, it's probably a top 10. It's probably a top oh, 10. Oh, definitely. Top, top 5, I would say. Maybe. But we'll never know. We'll never know. This was a good question. Whoever whoever sent this in, thank you, Jamie. Jamie, yeah. this was good. This was a this good was question. Good. This was this was really good. Got us talking. We got nice. we got a lot of good stuff this week. Uh, not a lot of gross stuff. So let's move on. We've got some listener voicemails next. Um, we're gonna try and keep these sections a little bit shorter, um, just because obviously last week's was like basically almost a listener mailbag episode. <laughs> if you listen to it, so if you want to send us a voicemail instead of an email you can call 805-738-8692 that's 805-738-8692 hey guys this is uh psych mike and today i have a complaint about online dating websites um i use match in the harmony but there's a problem that runs rampant on both platforms and that that is that people uploading pictures of their pets and flowers instead of photos of themselves last night on eHarmony um, I was matched with two profiles. One was a cat, and another was a cartoon flower. And those were the only pictures in their profiles. So I sent an angry tweet at eHarmony asking why this was allowed and that the pics were reviewed before being approved, and they assured me that human eyes view every picture. Then they told me that the pics didn't break any community guidelines and sent me a link to the guidelines. So I read them, and technically, from what I deduced, I could upload a picture of my cat's litter box, and it'd make it through their screening <laughs> process because it isn't breaking any community guidelines, which I find to be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, oh, and just a few minutes ago on eHarmony, someone in my feed uploaded two pictures of her cats and one picture of her rabbit, which sent me over the edge and is the reason why I'm calling today. So my complaint mm. is twofold. Number one, dating websites need better quality <laughs> assurance. Stop matching me with animals and flowers. I'm not on these websites to try and pork your dog. And number two, if you're someone who uploads nothing but photos of your pets, then straight up go fuck yourself and stop wasting my time. Thanks, guys. Suck, Suck it. it. Did he um, say that when she uploaded you know, pictures of her rabbit and cat, he, it put him over the edge? Oh, I see what you're saying here. Because he didn't I, like yeah. the dogs, but he seemed like to Like, you think it's her rabbit that. vibrator and her pussy, and it sent him over oh, the edge? No, no, no. I don't think that at off. all. I just think he came to a picture of rabbits and cats. Oh, I see. Nice. Jesus. Um, you know, while I was listening to this, I was also having the same thought. I was like, wait a second. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is that should not be allowed. But then I was thinking to myself, they might get themselves into a little bit of a pickle if then they just start deciding what is a face and what is not or what is <laughs> what? like. I'm sorry. What, Can we no, die? Let's no, no, no. Do not move on. Explain. Yeah, what's it? No, no, no. What, OK, let me. Yeah. What's like discernible <laughs> as a face? Like, obviously, a flower is not. But I'm saying, what if the picture is too dark and then it's like the only I, I don't know. I feel like they're getting they themselves could easily trouble put by... some kind of facial recognition tech in. And if it doesn't recognize a face, they just tell you to upload another. Yeah. Picture. Like if the picture is so dark, you can't see the person. It ruins the point. Yeah. Right. All right. Fine. You convinced me. I mean, I got no other. Yeah, I got no other devil's advocate to play. I think you guys are right. I, it, it is ridiculous. It's a dating website. Why are you posting pictures of Dan? I have a question cats? for you here. So first of all, I mean, we have we have a very we have an interesting theme this week with dating. Uh, I mean, I guess I would say this sounds better than using Twitter. But Dan, have you used Match or eHarmony? Because I've never used either of those services. I've only at, done uh, mobile dating. At one point, I signed up for. And it was accidentally uh, the length I signed up for. It. I didn't accidentally sign up, but so I think grinder. It was no, no. It was right after the breakup. It was eHarmony. 
It was right after I had a breakup. Insane. I signed up for eHarmony just because I was curious what the fuck was out on eHarmony because I'd seen the commercials and I was in a weird place. So I accidentally paid for the three-year subscription. <laughs> Wait, so do you what? still have it? I misread it? it. I thought it said three months. And do you still I have it then? Completely, no, no. It expired fairly recently, but I hadn't used it in the longest time either way. Uh, I found it very disappointing and it didn't really help at all. It's just people listing their interests and like... They're like, oh, you're a match with this person. And it's like, really, though? And like you you send back and forth like communication stuff with them. And it's like, oh, list like uh, you could ask like a few questions or whatever to them. And they're like, like, yeah, like these are my five answers to this question. Oh, these are my. F-. It's a weird thing. Because like if I feel like I've ever met this person in person, we'd already know each other. It'd be strange. I don't know. Like it, I feel like half the fun of dating is getting to find out that stuff while with the person. Yeah. I mean, I guess it works for some people. And like my cousin actually met his his uh, now wife on eHarmony. I mean, but like, so isn't so eHarmony though? Isn't that I know it's not Christian Mingle, but isn't that also the one that's owned by like a Christian person? And it's, it's owned for, by whoever that white guy is in the commercials. Yeah, and it, right. it's for like it's like a religious. It's not even a no. Dating it's not site. necessarily Christian. Like they ask you a religion, religion, you could put it in. But like, okay. it's funny how much like. Since it since religion doesn't matter to me, it's funny to me I, how much it matters sworn, to other people this. who are struggling to uh, find love. I've only like, ever used Tinder and Bumble, and when I yeah. used Tinder, it was before it was a long time ago now. So it was when it was new. So it was much more like Bumble is currently, or at least from what I assume Bumble is, because now I haven't used that in two years. No, I mean Tinder and Bumble basically, I think are like I think Bumble's just like an. I don't think either are very useful. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I mean, I, they at least were at some point. They Tinder, were they were more useful at some point. When I used Tinder, you couldn't. There was nothing to pay for. There were no in-app purchases. So, like, they didn't have bots. There weren't all these like there weren't limits on anything. Um, and then it did become very much just like if you're looking to get down, that's all Tinder's for. But I hear that from from what I know from other people, it's almost useless now because they have all these like in-app purchases. Um, and there's tons of like spam and bots and shit on it. So a lot of other people, if you're looking to date, have moved over to Bumble because I just I can't imagine people our age using these versus using a dating website. It just it feels like you're going to have a much smaller pool of people like to have to go to that thing using something like Bumble if you're looking like for an actual date. Um, also, I just found this founded by a Christian psychologist. eHarmony is committed to helping Christian singles find love every day. The system is a key factor in eHarmony's matching success. And the main point of differentiation between our service of other traditional Christian dating services, eHarmony is not a dating site. Huh, that's fun. Which is weird. Wow. That that's is weird. extremely weird yeah. since they don't advertise that at all in their commercials. They're pieces of shit. Get off eHarmony right now. I hate that. I, I mean, unless, unless you're uh, a Christian single, I guess. I think it's interesting. Then go to, yeah, then no, go to ChristianMingle.com. Like yeah, I think no, it's, and that's fine. It's interesting I don't that mind people that want a... to, uh, in this day and age, that there's people, and I'm sure some of our listeners are like that too, but I, I hope this doesn't offend them too much, but it's, I don't think it's that offensive, it's just an opinion. Uh, I th- in this day and age, it surprises me how much religion plays a part into people's decision to date people or not yeah, because I mean, of how I uncontrollable think... it is to yeah, be born into a like... religion. The majority well, of people, though, it. I think that is the majority of people. I know, and that's crazy. To um, me. Yeah, that's just because so what's, we're coastal what's... liberal elites. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm very elitist. Um, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that uh, a Christian dating site is bad. What I'm saying is, it's not advertised that way on their commercials, and any Joe schmo watching a commercial would not have any idea that that's what it is. And 
if they're trying to be subtle about it, like that's not cool. I, I don't yeah. know. I just think that that's not. I, don't so. I think I don't know how to how to suggest like they obviously shouldn't be able to do that. But I think like if you really want to try to date someone, you should definitely use like an app like Bumble because this is a I think um, you just go out into the world and meet people. This Who is the a video fuck game does website, that? Right? That's not where I mean, people uh, our podcast? age do that. Like people our age don't do that. Well, like you don't intentionally do it, but like you can go out into the world and just be in the world and then eventually possibly meet someone. Right, but why would you do that when you can just use an? It's so because much because the apps to use an app. don't it, it they don't work that way. I, I you're tell listen. I have gone out with so many people through those apps, so no, you cannot say that. My you, current you, girlfriend you used I met to through that you app. Used to no, but I know other people that still do it, dude. Do they go out or do they just yes. like hook up? Yes, they go out. But people that are just looking to hook up generally maybe, just use Tinder. Maybe like in bigger cities, like in Los Angeles, might work. But like once you're even like, like on Long York? Island, it's useless. Uh, yeah, but in New York City, but not in Long Island, like other places. You just that, need like, to get aren't a better filter system. I know people populated. that that you know. Uh, it's probably it's different for everyone. Everyone's experience is different. All I'm saying is it's probably going to work better for someone our age than a website. Probably than a website. I yeah. don't think people are our age are using websites. Even if I'm sure they probably have an eHarmony app I don't now, think but that's just not where people are age are going to think to go. That's like, like I just don't, I can't picture someone in their 20s or 30s being like, oh, I want to date online and going to something that's not Tinder or Bumble or like Coffee Meets Bagel or something. There's even like, there's like a gamer one. I can't remember what it is, but there's like a gamer dating app. So what about the one for farmers? That's what I would recommend. Try one of those. Farmers only. The, far- the farmer dating app. Yeah. We that. are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Let's go to the other voicemail. Hey, guys. It's Steve from Minnesota again. Uh, just calling in. I've been noticing these questions like the emails and the calls have gotten longer and longer and longer. So I'm going to keep this short. Uh, I noticed that some of you guys are based in uh, New York. So I'm a big theater person. Wondering if you had to go see a, a musical, what would be the musical that you guys would go see, uh, be it what's ever playing right now or any show that you wanted to see in the past. All right, Stan Rank. So look at big one. <laughs> Alex, you're the big musical guy. What do you want to see? <laughs> I am. I'm a big musical guy. Pretty sure that you're the biggest musical <laughs> guy of us three. As far as the amount so? of musicals you've been to. No, definitely not. <laughs> Christian fucking is obsessed with He's Hamilton. obsessed with Hamilton. That's one musical. You've been to how many? I don't know. A bunch. I think that qualifies you as the guy. Brittany and I, Brittany and I went to the Superman one, uh, not Super, Spider-Man the one. Superman that was one. so what? Spi- you we saw did, the Spider-Man so musical? Bad. It was. You weren't so at the one terrible. show where the guy got hurt, so right? Bad. That's the one. Like, yeah, but he didn't get hurt during our show. I think multiple people got hurt on that thing. I think like a lot of people got hurt on that show. Uh, there was like the one yeah. really bad. Anyway, accident. which one would you choose? Uh, let's. Which one would you choose? Um, if you had to choose, if you had to choose. Oh man. I, uh, I can't even think. I haven't been to a musical in a long time. I'm sorry. You're killing me. I'm so I'm, I'm sorry. I feel really bad for this guy that he's you don't... go see Hamilton. You fucking idiot. No, fuck that show. Why would you? Are you <laughs> shut the fuck up? Fuck that noise. Get out of here. It is one of the greatest musicals ever made. Uh, Easily the greatest. Chris, musical I just don't of know why time. you call you in in some it. like weird muffled voice and ask us this question just so you could talk about Hamilton. Yeah, just so you could talk about Hamilton. Give me a break, Chris. Um, <laughs> Book of Mormon, I'd probably want to see before Hamilton. It's probably what I'd want to say. Yeah, that's probably what I would want to see too. Interesting. See that's also pretty good. I don't see. Yeah, I don't really see anything. I don't Hamilton. think I've seen a, anything. It's since, just like Peter Pan. <laughs> I think it's the last mm. thing I saw on Broadway, and that was like, a. I saw time. Peter Pan that too. Was, like, 
when that I was, was like, cool. it was the first time I ever saw someone. 15. First time I ever saw someone like fl- fly on stage. Didn't you get free tickets to the Lion King? No, free tickets to Aladdin. Aladdin. Yes, right. I won a contest on CBS FM radio here in New York. I guess the correct quote from the Santa Claus and won tickets to Aladdin. And it was actually pretty good. The genie made it. That's pretty cool. You should go see Hamilton. Uh, you should suck my... It's, it's the answer. Lin-Manuel Miranda is a, a fucking genius. Uh, uh, here we go. We're lumping, them, we're lumping them in geniuses with like Leonardo da Vinci and... Uh, First of all, why is that your go-to genius? It's the last book I read. Just, just let him say his thing about Lee Maxwell House or whatever and let's move on. Yeah. Lee, what? Isn't that his name? Maxwell House? Um, I know someone said, I know someone said, uh, fuck off Tuna with the books this is a video game podcast, you nerd. Um, <laughs> but now I'm reading, I'm reading the Iron King. Uh, it's what George R.R. R. Martin has called the original Game of Thrones. It's pretty good so far. Isn't that what they ended up making so, into the movie The Iron have Giant? An ending? It does have an ending. It, the guy wrote seven books. It's done. It was written like 50, 40, 40 years ago, I think. It's about, um, the 1200s England and France, that time period. And a so. giant mechanical robot. That's correct. Let's get to the game. All right. We have a game this week, and today's game will be powered by a one Daniel Wayne. Dan, tell them what we're playing. We're going to play a little Rate That Game game today. So in Rate That Game game, we're going to have these guys, and you can play at home, try to guess the IGN review score of five different games. So the idea is to try to nail it in the head, but if you can't, you want to be as close as possible. The games all have ratings like 6.1 or 4.3, 1.1, I don't know, anything with a tenth of a point behind it. And uh, get it exactly right, you get half a point off your score. Sounds good. I'm ready to play. How about you, Alex? Let's do it. All right, so... I think it was last week or maybe the week before when that uh, our Australian listener uh, wrote us an email, email and said like he's in Canada or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I was like, all right, let's let's do some Aussie games. So games that take place in oh. Australia. It doesn't have to be the whole game. Most of them are, but uh, games that take place in Australia. Uh, I you, can't think of one. I can't think You'll of know one, one right away because it's going to be the first one on my list. F- but you, Finding Nemo. I didn't say movies. I said games. I also. Okay, so is there a Finding okay. Nemo game? Well, that, I don't know. Whatever. Either way, the, the, it wasn't on the list that Wikipedia has of Australian games. So uh, All right, <laughs> the first go. one was it, these are just in order of date released. So before you're like, oh, he's doing this in stupid order. Okay, so mm-hmm. the first one was on PlayStation One, the original PlayStation. It was just known as PlayStation at the time. Mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot, September 1996. Wait, wait, that takes it place takes place in really? fictional places in oh, Australia. Because because a bandicoot is yeah got it right. uh so i mean i could read the description or we can just get to you guys guessing no i think people know what crash bandicoot is all right so you guys have sent me or unless you want I mean, to read I, it i'll read it just in case people don't because I, I mean i assume some of our listeners are actually young enough where they might not have played crash bandicoot okay that might be true with 26 levels spanned across three tropical islands crash bandicoot is sure to amuse old gamers as well as new Crash must rescue his girlfriend, Tana, from the evil clutches of Dr. Cortex. Along the way, he can gather fruit for extra lives, smash boxes for random prizes, and gather tokens that can be used for bonus rounds. Now that you've heard that, you can finally send in your guesses. Just kidding. I saw you got them already. All right. So uh, we'll go in order here. Alex, what did you guess? I guess a 9.5, Dan. Chris, what did you guess? I just put an 8. So this game was actually, even though it's a classic, it got a 7.5 as a review. Oh, oh. no. 
So not as great as you think. The second game, I believe, was much better and much better. See, I never played Crash Bandicoot, and I was blinded Ah. by the fact that people love this game. Damn it. I mean, just because it gets a bad IGN rating doesn't mean people didn't love it afterwards. I know. I know. That's the problem. The the game was re-released on something. I don't remember what. Maybe it was on, like, a fucking Wii or I don't know what it was on, but I played it sometime in the early 2000s. It wasn't on a PlayStation, at least not a PS1, and I was like, this is hot garbage. I don't know why people like this game. I enjoyed it a lot. I used to play it over at a friend's house, and I ended up getting it myself when I finally got a PlayStation. But this is also, like, with modern... You know, oh, I'm true. looking at it from a modern. You can game, also in so. in Uncharted Four, you can play Crash Bandicoot levels. <laughs> That's kind of fun. But uh, anyway, so moving on. So the scores right now, Alex with a two point oh, Chris with a point five. So uh, going to July two thousand one, uh, PlayStation Two, EA Sports was trying to get more, I guess, into the international world of sports. So they mm-hmm. came out with EA Sports Rugby. It was the first version of that game. Oh wow! And uh, here's the description. In the last year of sports, EA has once again wiped away any notion that the competition comes close in bringing the kind of breadth, depth, and quality of sports games to the video game-hungry public. This time around, or should I say, this season, it's not that funny, that's not a funny joke, uh, EA has gone out on a limb to bring North American gamers a rather foreign sports treat. That is, EA has brought rugby to the U.S. for the first time since the Genesis days. Wow. So it sounds like I did not do well on this one. And I assume they don't mean, like, Old Testament. So, you guys sent your answers already? Yeah, I did. I got one from Chris, waiting on Alex. Yeah. Alex, you got to be sending those in soon. I just sent it. All right. So, if you guys want to see in unison your oh, co-answer. We both, we both put eight. Yeah. All right. All right. So, the the real answer, not that far off, uh, was 7.3. Damn. I didn't give it a 7.3. Now, I don't remember this game existing, but then again, I never really looked for a rugby game on PlayStation 2. So, all right. Moving on, not that far forward. We're going to go to... Rugby's a crazy game. Rugby? It is, but I'm not sure how it really translates to a video game. But we'll see. I guess it, I guess it does about three quarters of the way. <laughs> um, so then we got on the GameCube. I don't know if either of you guys played this, so let me know, I guess. GameCube? Did you guys play... Did you... I remember we called the GameCube Cube. Yeah, Do you I remember that, cube. Alex? Yeah, I remember it was like, you guys want to play some Cube? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like like how you'd say box. I also I saw a Reddit post the other day where they were like, "Did you know the GameCube's not even a cube?" And they oh, like did wow. the dimensions. It's it's not actually nice. a cube. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I just thought it was funny. Go All on. right. So for the misnamed GameCube, uh, we have Ty the Tasmanian Tiger coming out in October two thousand two. No, never heard of it. Well, I have. It's a platformer. Here we go. During the chance meeting with the mystical Bunyan Bunyip Elder. He discovers that his fellow Tasmanian tigers are still alive, but are trapped in the otherworldly realm of the dream time. He also learns that deep in the Australian outback, there exists a rocky outcrop with five sockets. With, when five magic talismans are placed in the sockets, the portal to the dream time will open. Unfortunately, these talismans have been lost, and an evil, yeah, and an evil cassowary by the name of Boss Cass, which, by the way, sounds a lot like Tom. Uh, oh, it also tr- sounds a lot like Boss Nass from uh, Star Wars phantom menace and boss hog from uh dukes of hazard but he's trying to find them now ty is on a quest to recover the talismans before it boss Cass. if ty is successful in defeating boss Cass, they really wanted to say that name a lot and his evil minions and activating the portal the tasmanian tigers will be freed and able to populate the earth once more god that's just a fucking long drawn out description fuck is a cassowary i don't know but that's exactly what it says oh cassowary is a big fucking bird 
It looks kind of like an ostrich, but it's blue. Well, now it's we got know. like blue neck. So you guys again are I'm pretty sure you guys are just copying each other on purpose, but what what was your co answer? I sent mine time? in like immediately though. I sent mine in immediately. So okay. again, so what do you guys put? Six. Six. All right. Wow. Yeah, well you're wrong, yes. But not that far off. You're <laughs> you're only point yeah, eight off. It's a six point eight the game got. Yeah, so well, I, this I is can't bad continue Alex. this. This is really bad for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is and it isn't, because like at least you won't be too far behind at the end of the game. I assumed I sent mine in well before you Alex. You did. You did send them way before like, Alex. What is that? But I also think and it I'd would help you guys to listen before. to the description before sending them in if, if you haven't heard of the game. Because I know Alex about like half a sentence into the game was like, oh, here's my answer. Just just get to the next one, please. Oh, my God. This guy with the hard outs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so on the Xbox One in 2015, Mad Max came out. So like just like the movie Mad uh-huh. Max. Become Mad Max, the lone warrior in a savage post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic world where cars are the keys to survival in this action-packed open world third-person action game you must fight to stay alive in the wasteland using brutal on-ground and vehicular combat against vicious gangs of bandits how did you just google like games that take place in australia yes and wikipedia usually has a page for it weird enough they have like every time i type that in they have like a weird page for it all right you guys are being uncreative today as i can tell Alex, what did you answer no. first? No, you didn't answer the same thing, but Alex, what oh, did you okay. answer? <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, eight. Okay. Chris? I did a seven. So the actual review is a 8.4. Oh. So Ooh, the actual retail mama. score is... The game has tightened up go. a bit. Titan. It's uh, Alex trailing by half a point. Ho, ho, ho. You're so screwed. So one oh, last game. Wait, really? Only half a point? Yeah. You just lost 1.4 points with your uncreative seven. Okay. All right. So last... But uh, I guess most importantly, from the PS4 came out last year, last June. It's called Dirt 4. Dirt 4 takes the passion and authenticity of off-road racing to the next level, whilst also reintroducing you to all you all to white knuckle truck and buggy racing in Land Rush. Motorsport, by its very nature, is dangerous, and Dirt 4 is all about embracing that danger. You know, uh, whatever. I sent in an answer, but I you can change I, it if you want. I always. Nah, fuck it. I always have like a certain way of thinking about these multiple release games, but I will say once I know that Chris is locked in his answer. He locked in his answer. Well, I already locked my answer in, but can I guess what you're going to say? Yeah, you probably, it's pretty obvious, but go on. So I'm going to guess that the sequel is always the best. Right, but when you're at four, I wonder if they're just cashing, they're just making it and it's shit. Like, the score well, is really low. Here's the fun part. Or it's four, and it's doing so well, like uh-huh. Uncharted. Yep. That it, you know what I'm saying? Here's yep. the fun so part. I do. Even though it's number four, the game was described as the 12th in the series. <laughs> oh, shit. I, that's interesting, because when you said Dirt 4, I knew what game it was. But when you said four, I was like, God, I thought there were way more in this series. Because they had, but they were like offshoots, right? It's like, yeah. there's like the yeah. actual Dirt, and then there's like the Dirt, like, like motocross stuff where they think it's like motorcycles instead of cars yep while a lot of people will be like this game doesn't take place in australia it has a level in australia so i mean it made the cut that way there were other games i wanted to use there was a horse racing game that takes place in australia but it didn't have a review and i would love that because it's so it looked so shitty it looked so shitty that's pretty but uh anyway the review for this game as alex would you send in I sent in a nine. And I went Chris? with the, if it's the fourth, it's got to be good. Uh, I was thinking it's a car, so it couldn't go any faster than 88 miles an hour, so I sent in an 8.8. Ooh. Nice. Well, it was a 9.2. Apparently, it's a great game. <gasps> 
And oh, but Chris, oh, but still I, wins. Chris still wins. Wow. Close, though. Final score, Alex 4.1, Chris 3.8. Wow. wow. Close. I mean, it was game. the least exciting way someone could have won by the game getting close just to end. But Right, right. Well, oh, I apologize for that. I no, I mean, that's an exciting way, like for us to be at a very close score at the end, right? You don't want it to be yeah, a blowout. I think it's more exciting if people are having trouble doing the math to see who won. <laughs> right. Good game, Alex. Good game. Yeah. Yep. No major stinkers today. I feel like there's almost always one major stinker, but... Uh, that's what I was thinking. Too. I thought it might throw you off a bit that there wasn't... There was yeah. a six, the 6.8 is not that high. No, it's not. But at the same time, I needed games that were had Australia in them, and there weren't that many that had reviews. A lot of them were older games, like from the SNES days, which don't have IGN reviews. When course. I guessed a six, I right. had a feeling that that one actually was going to be actually like even lower because there's usually one stinker. But then when you said Dark Forest, like I don't remember this. I thought people liked this game, so it's like okay, maybe this is going to be high. All right, guys, let's let's go ahead and close this out. Alex, we've only got a, yes another possible episode with you for a little bit of a hiatus so if people want to keep well we, we shall see we'll see maybe if i'm yeah maybe if i get couldn't you bring your microphone works out <laughs> i'm not doing that but if i do come home uh and, and i'm available maybe we could record an episode but we'll see we're gonna have to play it by yeah. ear maybe we pre-record something because i might need us to do that anyway yeah right okay so uh where you can you find me you can find me at tuna targaryen on twitter tuna targaryen on playstation network i've gotten some friend requests i just don't know how to accept them i will though and don't worry about that or tuna space targaryen on xbox dan uh you can find me at big dan on twitter oh sorry at big dan 15 on twitter and playstation which by the way alex one of those friend requests is from me and you can uh, find me at Big Dan W815 on Xbox. And I'm at Christian underscore Humes on both Twitter and Instagram. I'm Henry Space Gale on Xbox. The I is uh, the L is a capital I. Um, we are at Side Heist. We are at Unranked Podcast. Check out our San Diego Comic Con friends. Look for Tom, Kelly, Chris, Omar. You can find them uh, on our Side Heist Twitter. I'm retweeting them out. But until next week, everybody, stay unranked. You know what you can do. Tom, what's that behind you?